Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. As promised, we have brought Stina onto the train. Stina, yes. it's good to have you back. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to not be working today. I think you're also happy to, you know, finally not be in the comment section yelling at Val. Now you can do it in person. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is going to be the episode where I quietly go to the side and be on my best behavior. But uh, before then, um, basically we brought Cena on to talk because we all saw One Piece film red. We didn't get the screener, so we had to wait a week before we could we'll all see it and now talk about it. And pay money to see it at that. Mm. Yep. Was it well worth the admit. price of admission? We'll see. But first... Stina's also here because, as if you're watching this on YouTube, you see we have just released a trailer for our first original sci-fi audio drama, These Backwards Echoes, which is written and directed by Stina. Yes. Yay. This I'm has so been happy like, for me. This has been like a year in the making, like almost a full year in the making. Mm -hmm. A yeah. little more then, because I remember we sat around a hot tub. I don't know. It was a pool in Orlando mm -hmm. with Cody, and we said, all right. What are we doing? Like, we need to do something new. I didn't start writing it until, like, I thought, like, October, November. So, yeah, like, yeah, it was it, a couple it, weeks before we went to Disney. Because we, we, were, we were in Disney the last week, the, the last week of October. Mm -hmm. And we sat there and we discussed some things. There's another project that no one knows about yet that was discussed during this meeting. A little tiny secret. But, um, but These Backwards Echoes was one of them. And it, mm. it's crazy that a full year later... It is now arrived. It's on Patreon right now. Um, if, if, if basically the link, either you're listening to this on our podcast platforms or on YouTube, just go to the description, hit our Patreon, any tier donation, you can listen to it right now. Otherwise, it's becoming publicly available November 18th, which is a Friday. It'll be this Friday. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, the, the day this is coming out. I think it's gonna be one of our first podcasts. that's gonna be on Apple as well. Oh really? Oh. Yep. Shit. I think we're, we're, making, we're finally making the move to Apple. <laughs> and hopefully Joycast will follow as well, mm -hmm. so we can extend our audience a little bit more. Yeah. But the podcast boss Cody says that the podcasts are doing well, so that's good. We take his word for it, because I he doesn't let me watch those numbers. He knows the YouTube numbers <laughs> already drive me insane. I have those numbers. <laughs> we're doing a review very soon. Um, that's all business. Yeah, just tell us, tell us a little bit about Cell TBE, These Backwards Echoes, Tour Eyes, our podcast listeners. Why should they also be picking up on this? The basic premise is that there is uh, a plot for human extinction, which uh, everyone just kind of agrees that they'll die out voluntarily in 2075. Um... So humanity's basically given up hope, natural disasters and super mooses are running rampant. And then this girl from the future uh, kind of gets bummed about it as one does and starts, uh, she's most sad no one will be around to like remember her after she dies. She'll never leave a legacy like generations before her. So she says, all right, if no one will remember me after I die, I'm gonna use this device that I've found to send messages about myself and my life to the past. Um, and I'll just, you know, let them know, hey, I was here uh, before we all die. The problem is no one in the past she sent this to knew they were gonna die. And she starts revealing some super top secret shit uh, much earlier than the elites intended. 
I just remember when you were writing about it on Wattpad. Like it was basically like, it, it struck it struck mm. me as a as a light novel, like a weekly light novel. Mm-hmm. And the premise just blew me away. So when you presented that to the meeting, we're like, hey, we should actually like make a show out of this. I was mm-hmm. like, hell yeah. It is just it is such a cool concept. Um, the cast is very different from it. anyone who just follows us on YouTube, Joyride Entertainment. We have only like two returning cast members, mm-hmm. you and Mina. Otherwise, well, it's... Sam too. Oh yeah, Sam as well. You're yep. right. Yep. Not this episode. Not this but episode, but yeah. Episode it, after next. But then, yeah. So um, yeah. But basically, it's a brand new cast, and um, crazy. And one of our cast members just happens to also be Ultraman. I'm so sick. <laughs> Daniel Van <laughs> Thomas is in the cast of these backwards echoes. I lost my we just, mind. We just snuck his ass in there. Some of the auditions I got, like folks that submitted their reels and then I got to cold read with, I'm like, it is unreal that I am in a call with these people right now. And that's not that's not even the craziest cast member. Like I said, we have another secret audio drama in the works. Yeah. And we have a huge voice actor in that one. Oh, I'm so excited. That's just crazy. It's just like, like I said, it blew me away because like um, when we do the parody stuff, like Chainsaw Man musical bombed. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. And then and at the same time, we announced these backwards echoes like, yeah, my stupid anime parody bombed, but also I produce a series with Ultraman in it. So yeah. like, that's the kind of world we live in. Like it was super, like it was like humbling in a way. I was like, they're taking me and what I'm doing very seriously, um, which already has me just like fired up to keep working on it. Like that's my favorite thing is the cast is so enthusiastic about it. Yeah, Cause it's good. I said that when, when, you, when you presented that, I said, this is a freaking winner. You can, you're going to have anyone you want. If they're, if they feel as passionately as you do about it, mm-hmm. you got anyone. As you see, we've got some I have crazy people that castings. did cold reads and didn't get cast that genuinely were like, I'm so excited to hear this. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. Yep. Like, I, it, it's, been, it's been so miserable having to keep this a secret for so yeah, long. Yeah, I know. It's been excruciating. It has been excruciating, but again, anyone who's listening on Patreon, you got it now. And uh, next week, y'all will get it on YouTube, and oh, I'm just I'm so excited. I can't mm. wait for you guys to hear it. But I hate to interrupt, Yeah. because uh, I know you guys are super happy about this, but I have some terrible news, actually, what that's happened? just come up. Kevin Conroy has died. No, you've you've beat me to my segue. <laughs> yep, this just happened. I, I, as Steve yeah. was talking about this, I was looking through my notes and I'm like, oh damn. Something sad. Kevin motherfucking Conroy. The Batman. The Batman. Every Batman's great, but only one of them has single-handedly owned their role. The DC animated universe's Batman is the absolute pinnacle of Batman. I think everyone can agree on that. Yes. Anyone who's watched yeah. the night. That, that is Batman. Like for our generation, hundred percent. For multiple generations at this point. Well, like yeah, that's he's true. dipped in and out, but towards the end there, he was back in it. He was bat primarily as Batman. Say, I'm more usually more iconic than Adam West. I'll say it. Like just, I, am, I love uh, Adam West. I, yeah, I, you know, I, I love, I love him, him too. Again, every Batman's great. Even but Bat, even even Batfleck is great. There's never been a bad Batman. No, no. If you but say that, I'm you're lying. Is the icon of the Batman. Yeah. I never understood like, that. And that's just a further testament to Kevin Conroy's skill. Exactly. All good Batman, but one of them perfection. It's just fuck. I'm. I'm honestly, it's one of those things. Kevin Conroy is just such an iconic Batman that I am genuinely surprised whenever I see any Batman project come up 
and it's like, oh, it's not Kevin Conroy. Yeah. It's like he was in, um, I believe he was in the Arkham games. Yes. Which was initially. a great, I mean, that was his resurgence into the role. Like mm -hmm. whoever decided that casting, brilliant. Because Absolutely. that was a return, because before then, I think it was Jason Eccles, I think was Batman mm. in the animated DCU for a while. Another great uh. one. But then in the games, it was Kevin Conroy. And go figure, video games have a larger budget. Mm -hmm. I um, think but yeah. I think you're thinking about the Batman, right? The Batman? Uh, that, that, that the was, Batman that was, cartoon that was, with um um with like Black Joker, basically. Basically Black Joker, but one of the most interesting Jokers ever. Mm. He's alright. I, I don't think he's. I I like that Joker. I wouldn't say he's the most interesting Joker. Ever. He uh, he's it the most unique. A, let's be honest. Uh. They made yeah, they made, yeah, they made a physically so. formidable Joker. Yeah, no, I, I suppose in that. I regard, think I yeah. think it got weaker with time because I think they kind of gave up on that. Because in later seasons, they definitely kind of went, "All right, now we need to make him classic Joker," and they kind of dialed him back. And it was a shame because, like, he had this whole like strange jacket motif. Like, they someone the, the people who worked on I think the same people who worked on it worked on Jackie Chan Adventures. I think it was the same team, so they had a whole kung fu kit going. Mm. And, and no, it, I, it's a very fascinating take. I I really enjoyed it. And no, it was I, funny because at the time, that's when DC's assets were a bit divided, kind of like Marvel's, where mm. they didn't have the rights to Robin for a while. So they had to introduce Batgirl first. It was really interesting. And it was I cool. They gave her actually, a bit of a spotlight yeah. for a while. Yeah, and she was like constantly trying to like expose Bruce Wayne for being Batman, or at least be like, I know you're Batman. Let me work with you and everything. Right. Because there was an episode where she's like, the body, that, that iconic chin. She was like, she had him dead to rights, and then he throws her off at the very end of the episode. That was a genuinely good show. I liked the, um... <laughs> yeah, 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 she's all like, Jin, it's gotta be him. I liked the, uh, in that, in that version of Batman, I really liked the story with, uh, Bruce's policeman friend who turns into Clayface. Yes, yeah, there's some great setups there. No, it, it's genuinely a good show, or how, like, Killer Moth is, like, just Killer Moth, he's just a lame dude, and then he gets transformed into like the giant monster form. Yeah, that, I think that's everything. when they get to the later seasons where cuz cuz they even have the uh Superman team up. Cuz again, they like yeah, they yeah, finally the get their assets League together. Like at the very end they start introducing the Justice League cuz they're like, "Oh, yeah, John, we got everything John together, Jones we can actually use there, this the shit. Flash." They had um they weirdly had Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, which I was like, since I watched the DCAU and I didn't read the comics as a little kid, I didn't even know who Hal Jordan was. I just No, most was, kids uh, don't most kids growing up with the TV don't know who Hal yeah. Jordan is. They're like, no, yeah. it's, it was Jon Stewart. <laughs> yeah, and Jon Stewart is sick as fuck. I actually really like Hal Jordan now when I was playing like, um, what was it? Uh, Gods Among Us, the uh, the, the fighting game. Yes, uh, yeah, the, it's, it's, yeah, the it's, it's, it was guys. the DC's version of Mortal Kombat until they just like gave up and just combined them. Injustice, yeah. In, Injustice, Injustice Gods Among Us. Two. I, I, would main, I would main Hal Jordan because I thought, I, I, I just think Green Lantern's fucking cool actually. Have you seen Green the Green Lantern animated series? Uh, no, is that the 3D one? Yes, it's actually very good. Yeah, everyone... I was doing a stream the other day, and someone brought that up, actually. I, uh, I have, I have like, a few regulars now. And I have, like, two regulars. And, um... Oh, your streams? Uh, yeah, I brought... always peek in. Yeah, Yeah, you, pe you peek in, insult me, and then skedaddle. <laughs> well, you could just invite me. I can insult you to your face, bitch. <laughs> I don't know how busy you are on the days I just, stream. I told you, just ping me. Just ping me. Okay, okay. No, I, I really should. And I can I tell really you yes should. or no. Yeah, true, true. Um, I just don't want to overtake your show. No, absolutely. Do that enough but... here. 
I mean, it, it's, it's nice when you're streaming and you have someone to do most of the talking. I mean, Digimon was just a wash gameplay-wise. Like, we can all admit that, but at least we had a fun Yeah, exactly. I'm glad me and Jax were there, because that was miserable. <laughs> it, it, I, I, dude, if I did that solo, I would have been absolutely miserable without the two of you there. Absolutely. That that game was just... It's just a disappointment. But, um... Yeah, uh, one of them mentioned, because I brought up Ron Perlman and everything, because he's going to be at the uh, Birmingham Comic-Con, along with Lucy... Hustina Nami. absolutely adores Nami and, and Sunny Straight. So I get uh, I get Usopp and Nami Fuck and me. Hellboy, which is fucking cool because I want to talk to him about stuff like Afro Samurai and if he remembers anything on that project. Because I don't know if you know this, Ivan. When I was in high school, Afro Samurai was like my favorite fucking anime at the that time. I would rewatch it like that. Every, I mean, that was that's Toonami, right? Ah, uh, I, I don't think. So. It, it might have been on Toonami. I, I mean, I, the, 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 across the pond's different, but when we were growing up, Afro Samurai was a Toonami mm -hmm. project, I'm pretty sure. Unless oh, we're okay. thinking well, of Samurai 7. We lost Toonami, like, a good while before you guys did uh, in the UK. I don't doubt that. Yeah, like, uh, we had Anime Central for a good while, and that, that had, had that some quality stuff on it. We yeah, that was that, That's the only reason uh, I know oh. about them. I remember, um, I caught, honestly, anime was so rare in the UK on TV. There was, like, the channel Pop, which I remember catching episode of, episodes of fucking Spider Riders on. Mm. Um, you, you Canadians and European kids got the freaking uh, Spider Riders. Like, I used to hear that a lot back when the, when the abridging community was a lot more active. All I mm -hmm. would hear about is Spider Riders I've and stuff. I've never even heard of Again, this Again, we were in the States. We've never heard of this. Stina, huh. look up Spider Riders. It has a dope fucking uh, uh, localized theme song. Not right now, but look it up afterwards. But, um... Anime Central, though, was the UK's anime channel from the years, like, 2005, I want to say, to around 2009, Yeah, I'm 100% positive we had, a, like, an analog over here, but... All I know is that other kids, like I said, the UK got Anime Central, and then everyone else got a weird combination of four kids and JetX. Like, they combined, yeah. completely different companies combined and went together. And then there was, like, something Tsunami. I, and then um, the CW did, like, basically when I was in college, um, before the resurgence of Toonami, uh, freaking CW had, uh, had a morning anime block that was yes, basically four was kids cool. again. But they showed a lot. But basically, they just gave up and they just sold nothing but Dragon Ball Kai. They did Kirby too, didn't they? They did a little bit of Kirby. Say, yeah. Oh, I love right back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good show. The shows that we had were um on Anime Central. Oh, I also there was a channel called Propeller. I think it's still going. And one time, the dead of night, I caught a single episode, like the tail end of an episode of Elfin Lead, and it was the bit yeah. where um. And it was the bit, yeah, Steena should know. You should know this the bit. First, so there's this. When I was in fan dubbing, that was like my first voice role I ever got that I auditioned for. I played <laughs> Yuka in an Elfin Lead fan dub when I was way too young to have even seen it. Is Elfin Lead worth watching? Uh, not today. Not today. Not today. Like, honestly, it was pretty revolutionary for its time. Part of it was like, you know how anime used to be with localization. You got what you got, you know? Mm -hmm. So we got Elfin Lead because it was cheap to license because no one in Japan was super into it. It was not popular. Really? Um, but of course, because there was but fuck nothing in the States, like, everyone just lost their mind over this crazy, violent, weird, kind of gross cartoon. Um, I might still like it then. 
I was going to say, it's, it's pulp. Like. It's definitely pulp, but it's also just like, it's, by today's standards, I really would consider it like mid. It's not super remarkable, I think. Okay, fair enough. Okay, but Anime Central-wise, the stuff I was watching was stuff like you got Cowboy Bebop, it's where I learned about Full Metal Alchemist, Visions of Escaflono, which seriously, Strina, you should watch Visions of Escaflono, it's fucking cool. Um, Ghost in the Shell, Wolf's fucking Rain. Oh, that Wolf's was like Rain. a favorite of mine. I forgot about Wolf's Rain. How do you forget about Wolf's Rain? Uh. I showed my mom. I showed my mom Wolf's Rain, and now she's fallen down an anime pit. She recently watched Ranking King. I was gonna say, I remember you got her down yeah. that hole. Speaking of which, I read those chapters, Val. Oh my god, it's so goaded. It's so good. It's so fucking good, dude. The bit where um uh uh Oaken meets the god. Tetsuo Adam. Uh, ro the... Robot Boy. Or yeah, whatever? the reboot, right? Not the reboot, just, oh. just the original. Tezuka. Oh, oh, oh Mighty yeah. Atom. Mighty Wait, Atom. I'm like, Tezuka, what yeah. are you talking about? Tezuka. <laughs> yes, yes. Astro Boy. I'm sorry. Astro, Astro Boy. Boy. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I know him as Tetsuo Adam. I'm sorry. I'm no, a fucking weed. No, it's okay. Weed. I know. Um, That's what I was thinking. I was like, didn't they Yeah, Robot Boy movie? was a Cartoon Network show that was just a ripoff. Yeah, no, but yes, okay. Tezuka. He did Boy. Princess Okay, Reggae of Kings' style reminds me of Tezuka, like, in a good way. Yes, absolutely. Like, in a non-racist way. Like... <laughs> It especially has, like, honestly, I am 99.99% sure that, like, they're trying to emulate, I know it's the less popular one, but Princess Knight, just because, like, it's the same time. No, I, I agree, style. I agree. He has the same silly little sword, like. But, the, yeah, but the manga, so Val found the chapters, because they're so hard to fucking, you can't find them officially. Are they? In English. No. Um, so Val found no. start good manga. Sadly, ranking. He found Kings. good fan yeah. translations. I finally had to read. Oh my god! Sadly, ranking kings is not pretty enough for like a mainstream American company to pick up to translate. They're dumbasses. They're fools. I'll do they it. Are. I'll do it. Well, now I won't because it sounds like someone's got it online. Getting Kandanchas or Katakai, whoever whoever was doing fucking boys from the right, get in their hands. They're they're oh. they got their fingers on the pulse on what's cool. Hell yeah. There, I, I was thinking about that the other night. I was like, man, Boys Run the Right was like was the greatest- so sick. The greatest localization I've ever fucking seen. Like, yes. It, it was so fast. It was so accurate. They were very passionate about it. I, like, Pulse on the moment. I, I wish I could find that team. If you're listening, bro, I'd interview you. I'd shake your hand. Teach I'd give you a hug. Teach me your ways. <laughs> what a great team. Amazing. Honestly, it's weird. I mean, obviously it takes time, but it's weird how sometimes companies will be like, just hold back everything and then release it all when we're done. Because one it's, day, it, it's I just, just went out. I just went out one day and I find out, oh, every chapter of Hunter Hunter to date has been translated. Like, wow. they just appeared in my local Localization is a bitch, man. It, it, it's so hard. But again, sometimes when people sense a moment, in the case of Boys Run the Riot, they're like, they could, some, somebody saw that and went, hey, big billion dollar publishing company, this is the most money you're going to make in a small amount of time. Get this pushed right now. Somebody, somebody tugged the right ball sack at the right time. And that's what I thought was just amazing. That got canceled though, didn't it? It did. Yeah, I mean, the, the main like got canceled. Gone too soon. It was too niche. I, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I, was say, I, I think, almost I was didn't try it out because it was so niche. Was. It was very, it was very niche, but it was such a strong story. It was the story. one where uh, there was the trans man, and he like started mm. a clothing label and made all these friends, right? Yeah, and they like, like they teamed up with a YouTuber, label. and um, yeah, ba ba basically it was like a shonen for 
basically like street it was very fashion. punk it was very punk yes it was very street level fashion very punk very pro lgbt like because the um the, the writer well, of that is trans complex trans man character yeah like like it was good like it didn't it never felt pandery it was it was just mm-hmm. very authentic and honest well yeah and again like you said it was written by like a trans person yeah and and, 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 and like i said like that was like it was about that but it really had a hard focus on just fucking punk street level fucking just it was I, about individuality yes. and like finding camaraderie in being very, your authentic self yeah amongst very different people yes exactly yeah and then like i said the lgbtq stuff was just like there it just existed yeah it was it, it was a it was a character focus for one character it colored his actually, experience actually, but... actually there was two there was two characters there were oh yeah huh that was kind of yeah. gender non-conforming yeah yeah, that was fun. And they did have a very complex issue with fluidity and stuff. I'm like, okay. It, 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 it was because you don't see a story like that. You're like, I've never seen anything like this. It's immediately fucking fascinating. It allows queer people's stories to be about more than being queer. Exactly. You know, it's really, it's it was really revolutionary. I hope we see more like it, even if we don't. I'm sure that writer's still that. working. I know that writer's still on something right now. I just haven't found them I again. I pray. I hope and pray that's the case. I gotta look back into what they're doing right now. Um, but speaking of other writers that we love, mm. uh, writer of Golden Kamui, mm. they finally confirmed it, Val. Um, he, it's gonna be a reboot of his one shot for the hockey manga. Um, oh. It's coming out next year. Uh, I think Ooh. the beginning of next year, actually. So very soon. Like I said, I will. I might. I might just read that one. Oh, might I will. <laughs> the man has a no, lot. I, I, I haven't. With fucking, I have uh, not gotten into a sports manga or anime for a really, really long time. So I may same. just watch that. Or I tried re- the climbing one. girl one, but it didn't work so well. So I'm looking forward. <laughs> that to was this. a fad. That was a fad one for the time. Yeah. It I'm was different. Think, uh, you don't see the ones that aren't team sports do. Did well. I try to get into any sports stuff recently? No, I think I just peaked at the blue lock and gave I was up. Say, you kind of skipped blue lock. All, like, all eh. Baku goes in the animation. Like, okay. It's like you peaked your head. Too much, as our audience said, too much of a left. thing you love. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity, will we start with manga or the movie? I don't even know if we're going to. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Val. We could talk about the manga right now because I kind of want to skip Chainsaw Man this week. You want to... Uh, not much happened. I Nothing much you. happened. I um, mean, it feels like we're kind of D- Denji, Denji tried Denji. to naturally, in air quotes, reveal his secret identity. It was funny. Um, That mm. that Death's... Sorry, War's sister. We have still not seen her. Basically, Val, I liked the, bi- I liked the bi-weekly release schedule better. I think mm. he had better page economy then i think each chapter had I more do, substance but... we- bi-weekly versus weekly right now it's just every fucking chapter well, feels transitionary that's the i thing, think you like... would have just gotten this but slower and been more disappointed i, disagree. I don't think so i, I don't think, think so that this is evidence that it's being rushed out because there's less and less to each chapter because it's like, oh, it's no longer like, oh, okay, I want to make sure I'm advancing the story here. It's, oh, shit, I got to put something out weekly. I got to get it in there. Yeah, I wish he'd go back to every other week. Because every other week, every chapter was a banger. Now, it's yes. like, now now we're run, now we're playing a game with a Russian roulette. Like, I felt like I, I mean... spent the entire... I read five chapters before this, and it did not feel like five chapters. I was like, oh, okay. Right. I guess this is fine. I hate her stupid sword, but that's cool 
You uh, also hate the yeah, sword. Yeah, you and Val agree on something. You both hate the sword. I think this sword's hilarious. Wait, 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 wait. But why do you hate the sword? I was eating lunch and I go, man, are you kidding? <laughs> I heard her. Yeah, I was in. I was working and I hear from across the house. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, okay. Is so it because? Wait, wait, wait. Is it because she gets stripped? Is it because she gets stripped down naked, or is it because she doesn't actually have to use the sword? It's a little of. It's a couple things. One, not having to use the sword. Two, I just yes. hate when there's like. I mean, I guess I get it. It's kind of funny because I know he's self-aware about it, but it's like blatant mm -hmm. fan. Because to me, it was like, just—it was clearly a kill a kill joke. I didn't like that. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. I hated it in Kill a Kill, and I hate it now. But but but, um, but with time passing, yes, I can admit it is a lazy fucking joke. It's stupid. But then, like, additionally, Chainsaw Part Two really is bad. I'm glad he <laughs> like he sh I'm glad he shoehorned in some kind of explanation. Where she was like, oh, well, my mom got me this before she died. And I, you know, obviously, like, I That's the part that mom. I liked yeah, it. it makes I was like, sense. okay. Like, basically, I was like, I hate this. And then immediately after, I'm like, but you're excused this time. Because <laughs> it does have a point. Yep. Anyway. That's, that's uh. But yeah, like, yeah. I'd rather Let's not waste time on Chainsaw Man with the fact that we have a big One Piece podcast Big ass us. One Piece podcast. Yeah, this like is the One Piece in. episode. So, this is want to talk the about the manga episode. first? Yeah, you guys Sure thing. So, what's going on in the manga right now? Awesome! The straw oh yeah, it's awesome. The Straw Hats are conversing with uh, Dr. Vegapunk, who is most interested in speaking with Robin, because as it turns out, Dr. Vegapunk is in fact, is no. in fact, uh, acquaintances, friends even, with the old master on Ohara, the island that Robin originates from, which got Buster called by the Navy. We get to see the true Dr. Vegapunk, surprisingly, and um, turns out, yeah, Oda was actually actually stuck to the design that he kind of showed off in the silhouettes for once, vaguely. There's probably, it probably went through some revisions like Oda usually does, but like, honestly, I actually like this weird fucking Dr. He's Einstein, Vegapunk. he's got his tongue out, it's, it's very clever. Yeah, he's got his like tongue hanging out and everything. He's got a gigantic tall head and we actually get a conversation of like with some substance to it with Monkey D Dragon and we get a little bit of insight into the reasoning as to why he has started the Revolution Army. It's it's interesting. And we also we also find out there's a great possibility. I I kind of didn't want to believe it when I found this out that Jaguar D Soul. He's alive. No, it's alive. not a possibility. He is alive. I don't want him to be alive, though. But the but reunion with like, Robin. And the they go Dada she 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 together. Believe once me, more. the reunion will be absolutely fantastic. But I'm almost like, ah, uh, it, it sort of like takes away from the bite of what the Buster Call is really about. You know, it's it's the most devastating thing that the Navy can yeah, do. Yeah, but remember, place, Val, remember, Val, dead in the One Piece sense. Yeah. The archaeologist I... is definitely dead. You but ain't gonna Jagu say this to me. Jaguar you know, D. Saul is, is dead in the One Piece sense. Is this, yeah. this person we're talking about, would this be the first we've seen him since that arc? Since those, yes. fucking, since those 20 fucking flashbacks during the anime? You're telling yeah, we me that like we're 600 chapters ahead of that and this is the first we've seen him again? Yeah. That doesn't take away also, the bite. Holy shit, hold up. It no, fucking does. You sit with that pain for like 
500 chapters, all right? Like, that still hits. That was painful. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm bitter because of the Odin arc. Like, the whole Odin thing. I mean, Wano, not Odin. The whole Wano arc where, like, loads of people, like, for ages have been, like, you know, getting absolutely just clapped. And then we don't see them. And they're like, oh, no, they're, they're alive. They're fine. We got it with, like, Keenemon. Like, only two people died in the Wano arc, surprisingly. Yeah, but, that, uh, but again, that, I told you, we've had this war. discussion before. One Piece yeah. is just a game of cops and robbers, all right? Very few people actually die. People wish they were dead. That's usually the <laughs> biggest consequence in One Piece. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but anyway, Jaguar D. Soul is alive and well. Or not well. Maybe not well. He's all bandaged, bandaged up. We don't see his face. He definitely got fucked up, but... Yeah, absolutely. But you know, and, good for uh, Robin. Good for Rob also, Robin. Also, but more importantly, we're combining the stories. We're crossing the streams. There are multiple reasons to go to Elbath besides fucking Usopp's impending um art art climax. Yes, we gotta go to Elbath. That's where the books, all the knowledge of the Void Century, is in Elbath right now. Mm-hmm. And Jaguar de Soul's probably gonna be there. Yep. And. After that, we cut back to Luffy and Chopper, who are trying to voice activate the robot because there's no pilot seat, and they get they get a reaction, and springing forth from the from the robot or from somewhere potentially, because it looks like Doctor Vegapunk has fucked up in trying to teleport, but he doesn't look right. He's he looks older, and the top of he his seems missing. to have had his. His head is missing, and it is replaced with what seems to be the top of an apple. Yes. It's the first I've ever seen this character, and I'm losing my shit. I know, I love him. That's Dr. Vegapunk. <laughs> yeah, that's the true Dr. Vegapunk. You guys talk about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is the first, this is the first time everyone's seen this oh, okay. character. Okay, nice. Like I was, I was anticipating that maybe these uh, robot uh, replacement clones or whatever that he has would at least like somewhat have aspects yeah as, yeah no kingdom, i think we all no, assumed he... that I, I think we all assumed a wrinkly or like a completely like wrinkly vegetable of a sneering fucking horrifying man <laughs> and now we're seeing that dr vegapunk's actually just a goofy little fella a silly little sammy you know mm -hmm. it, it, just it, a it's little guy your honor cool. <laughs> so it, it was a good chapter and although I wish Jaguar D. Sold was dead, good for Robin. She deserves a, a W. Yeah, no, I know, I understand. You want you want harder consequences, but again, yeah. One Piece consequences are cops and robbers foundation here. All right. Yeah, no, I I know they are, but uh, you 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 are very aware of the story you got invested into. All right. Don't I pretend am, I like. Soul was never this to show back new. up. Yeah. You got turned to ice. You <laughs> didn't get fucking blown up. You know me. I, I'm more. We're both. Aokiji's more critical been of the a fucking quadruple agent. All right. True. Okay, unless I don't uh, know. unless it was the fucking um, lava guy. I mean, it comes. It comes back around to like some criticism that I have of Film Red actually. So we'll get back to that. It, no, and that goes to some things I love about Film Z, because oh. I I basically Film Red made me rewatch Film Z. Filmsy is absolutely fucking dope. I love that movie. Like, I, I honestly, I mean, obviously, the Baron of um, the island, Baron of Island Omatsu, whatever. Like, movie Omatsu, six. Yeah. That will, oh, that will always be the top, the cream of the crop. The, mm. the real debate is the other movies where they stand. And for me, it's Filmsy. I think it's a complete One Piece arc in in those. 
I thought crammed into a movie. You, I always thought you'd be more of a film gold guy. Um, gold's fun. I think gold is like one of the best movies. I think it's one good fun, but I think film Z. Um, uh, I mean, I world uh, strong world has great character um play in it. But so, I, does, strong... so does fucking film uh, Z. Like, it's very thoughtful and introspective on the characters. I think Strong World is more personal for the Straw Hats themselves, and especially Nami. That's why it's a good story, though, because it actually predicates on, like, Zed uh, Nami's is a great fear. Character. Nami's fear of being captured and, like, in the same situation she was with Arlong. That's why that movie... Strong World hits so hard. Yeah, Strong World, Strong World's pretty solid. But like I said, I just like I think Film Z just goes on top because I think I think I think Strong World is like the bar for a great One Piece film. Mm. But I think Film Z exceeds it. I, I want to say think Strong it's second World. Only to movie six. I think Strong World was the first One Piece film that Oda was like, "Let me write it for." And it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, because that's when he started coming in like personally contributing to the stories that they're writing i think he did the same thing with um with this obviously uh film red but um so you want to get to film the, red right now i you know what? yeah let's get into film red the, the so chapter film was red I, still for alive, many reasons i don't shit. know how oda was involved uh i am i'm literally on the wiki page right now to get any I mean, he says in the credits he, he's to. the story producer. Like, no, no, he incredible. isn't. No, he he didn't even write it. Uh, it. It was written by Sutomu Kuroiwa and directed by Goro Taniguchi, who is responsible for directing. Uh, I Love think Live. most famously, Love Live. Really? No, I have no idea. I'm just guessing based on this movie and its overall vibe. Oh, oh well. A okay, well, I'm pretty by sure. The writers of Love Live. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he directed fucking Code Geass. Yes, yeah, Code this Geass. this movie yeah. feels aimless. I'm sorry. Um, I think I, I'm gonna start with the positives, like I did with Dragon Ball Superheroes. Okay. I on. think Film Red is really incredibly well produced anime music videos that are strung together mm. by plot in quotations with parentheses question mark. This movie is aimless. It's meandering. It makes no sense. It's contrived. It's rendered meaningless in the end. It's a it, promo mm. film. It, it is an actual anime. Like when you say when you say anime film, I had to say like like the sta the stereotypical anime film. I would say film red. Mm. Like I feel bad for parents. So this film, interestingly, no one gives a fuck. Movie theaters are so <laughs> fucked and bereft right now. This film was unranked in the U.S. Oh my god. So anyone mm. could just walk in and see this. So I feel so bad for all the fucking Bible Belt, Middle East, Middle Eastern, I always say Middle East, Midwestern moms who just needed some, a break and said, hey, kids, let's go see a movie. There's the one animated movie that's out this week. Yeah. Let's go see One Piece Film Red. The characters look cartoony and cool. Sure, this will be an easy hour and 20 minutes. Two and a half hours later. Oh what the God. fuck is this? Like, okay, so here's the thing. Like I was said, it two it's, and a half hour film. It's, it's like it was, it was it was two it was two hours and ten minutes. It's very it's over know. two it's, hours. It, if that tells it you feels anything. like three hours. But all here's right? the thing. Here's why, right? So it's like, 150. I minutes. mentioned it previously that it's like One Piece, but for Love Live fans, because the premise revolves around this girl that has like a J Japanese idol power. She ate the sing sing fruit. 
And the music's great, the by music the way. The music is amazing. The music's fucking Absolutely. awesome. No, and the, the animation the of the music. The Again, they're awesome music videos. Honestly, it's basically going to an animated concert. Like, honestly. But I also want to no, assert I, I on the I was genuinely animation. glad. What's that? I was genuinely glad I actually got to see this in theater. Yeah, it was. Oh, me too. Oh, only I, in theaters. I would, if, uh, if I'd seen the streaming, I, I would not have finished it. No, I, I would not have finished it. Uh, but the animation I want to talk about. Okay, the jig is up, um, Toei. This whole thing where you zoom in on the characters and squash and stretch right in front of her eyes and flip the yeah. characters and, and spin around the camera, the jig is up. This is not impressive anymore. No. This is clear. We, we've already said that this is this was a clever workaround. This was clever curtailing around the animation. It's not clever anymore. I'm tired of this. The animation definitely drops at the middle Point I, it drops from the very beginning, like, like, like noticeably. It, the, again, like Uta's music videos are great, but otherwise, any of the action are just no. Just this is not this. This is a joke. This is not good. This is not good. This is this is this was cheap. This was. Ugh. It, 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 you, it, did, it didn't you have the animation power as Stampede did. The experience is fun. You should just walk in and just like be prepared to zone out for two hours. Mm -hmm. which, also, you late know. stage One Piece. Oh my God, there's too many characters. Oh, I was yeah, watching and I, I didn't even care. I was like, oh, okay. This I know who these characters are and I don't even care. I know who care. most of them are, but anyway, the, the point is like, I was watching it and I was like, this is a very, um, like it feels like Sailor Moon and the Black Dreamhole, but like, if there were twice the cast, which is insane, because there are nine main Sailor cast Moon members. Moon and the Black Sailor Asshole. Moon. What's that? No, the Black Sailor Moon and the Black Don't Asshole. Be <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a bitch. Um, but no, it's a very shoujo One Piece movie. I was really surprised. I was like, this doesn't feel like One Piece. The red. The, it feels the, like a Sailor Moon One Piece crossover fanfic. The letterbox reviews have made me laugh my ass off. They say yes. it's, it's, jo it's Joker <laughs> for fa joke. Joker, Joker for, for fatherless, fatherless women. Like, by a fatherless women. Yep, and I'm like, yep. it really is. She's just like. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking just like fucking group suicide attempt here. Going to wait, the is that actually? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Dad was an asshole. Like. Actually, can I can I talk about the story for a minute? You can absolutely yeah, go for it. Okay, okay. So the main story concept of this is Uta, the idol, who Cedar previously mentioned, with the power of their sing sing through, has absolutely captivated the world with their music, utilizing a new type of. She's a streamer. She's a streamer. Basically, a fucking One Piece VTuber, exactly, or uh, streamer. And, it's and so weird. Utilizing so weird. this new species of Dendin Mushi, which the, I believe they've then sent around the world, or people can tune in to her singing. She's captivated the world. And finally, after like, you know, a couple years doing this, she announces her very first live performance. And hundreds of thousands of people show up regular people pirates even government of the world even government workers like bluno and stuff you want to know why i really hate this film because it makes me kind of like kobe Ah, it makes me love Kobe's, Kobe. I like Kobe. I like stands Kobe in fucking feasted on this film. I like that's the thing. I'm I always so liked angry. Kobe in spite of him being a cop. I'm like, I he is one of the good ones. He's man. a good cop, he but I really hate him is. so much. I hate and him then so you much. See this movie and you're like, he's not a cop. He's just not. He's just a good, valiant he man, is. dude. Holy shit. But he wants to be a Marine. I, I, he can he needs to reject it like Deku needs to reject all for one in Hero Society. He can't do this. 
Yeah, but I mean, I, that, that's he why actively I like works for Lava Guy. Don't you put them in the he same He actively camp. works for Lava Man. This is the thing that. Okay, so I'm basically I'm a clearly I'm a dragon stand. Yeah. Because fucking in this chapter this week, this exact conversation happens between Vegapunk and Dragon, where they talk about how much they love Kopi so much, and they and Dragon wishes he wasn't a fucking cop. And Vegapunk goes, "Well, there's plenty of good people on the inside willing to change." Well, really? Why haven't they changed anything yet? <laughs> fucking years of fucking decades of oppression and things hey, still haven't hey, gotten better. Hey, it's not over till it's over. I have faith in Kobe. That's what Dr. Vegapunk said. Yup, yup, exactly. Uh, Kobe, didn't yeah. exi Kobe doesn't exist in that conversation. I, I know, we're joking. we're joking, we're joking. Okay, but, but thank you. Basically, <laughs> that, that's very close to the conversation that Vegapunk and Dragon had this week in One Piece. Oh, pretty much. I mean, like, you, like I said, that's why I like that's the different. That, that's the reason why Vegapunk's not opinions. in the Revolutionary Army, because he's like, there's good people on the inside. Oh. And I'm like, Vegapunk, you're no, actually he's really not in the, silly wait, 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 wait. He's not in the Revolutionary Army because they're broke-ass bitches who can't fund his technology. That's true, and that's based. That's based. <laughs> that's why he doesn't fucking work with them. He's like, no, the Navy's an organization. They can fucking pay these bills. I got child <laughs> support to based? pay. Fuck that. I got fucking six different personalities to feed. Let's go. <laughs> I got six different personalities to feed and wives. Uh, I'd marry Vegapunk with a tongue like that. Do you know what I actually genuinely <laughs> oh loved about Film Red? Oh, let me let me carry on with what I was saying. Then. Okay. Like I live with this story now. You have your turn. So everyone from around the world comes in. Luffy comes in, all that, and it turns out retcon, which is probably one of the most annoying things about this film. But it's like whatever, I can ignore it. Spoilers: the bitch dies in the end. Uh, no. Off screen. Oh, she's dead. She's absolutely Yeah, but again, because these films are so shadow canon, like My Academia, like... Oh, yeah. They can't, they can't oh, even wait. confirm her death. Also, Big Mom. I think confirmed this alive confirmed this that film. Big Mom is basically <laughs> alive. I, I am taking this as Big Mom is still fucking kicking. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. She oh, absolutely yeah. is. Also, shadow Katakuri, canon. Katakuri fan stands still getting blue-balled as fuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. I the like, category showed and up, and like, I'm like, "Oh my god, BGE is going nuts!" And oh, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh yeah, he got a little kick in to help Shanks. I guess it's cool. So everyone turns up, and Ua sings for them. And it's implied that after the very first song, everyone got pulled into this dream world because Ua's power is actually to lull people to sleep, and they enter this dreamlike world where Uta is in control of basically everything she can manipulate whatever she wants do whatever she wants it's cool as fuck and um luffy i just want to say this is one thing i really liked about luffy was weirdly cool in this movie i think this was actually one of the coolest like the coolest he's acted in one of these movies for a while because this because movie's he... all about fucking uda yeah the film's all about uta they, but it's they, also they, like I, I do also appreciate the restraint because yeah there was too much there was too much emotional energy in this film and we mm -hmm. didn't need Luffy fucking screaming. No. <laughs> we did no, not precisely. need that. There was enough noise Lu in this film. Luffy is oddly cool and collected about the situation and never really tries to fight Uta. He mostly and granted, just this is Emperor Luffy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, Shanks is on the way to kick his ass if he fucks with his daughter, so... Probably. That. <laughs> um, so... Luffy and Uta have this very strained relationship because Uta is like so happy to meet her friend again and she her, her original intention is to keep everyone in this dream world pull some heaven's gate shit where mm -hmm. utilizing these things called wake shrooms to keep herself awake 
while she is using her power so that it doesn't wear off on people, she can die and then pull everyone who is either watching the concert from home or is at the concert in person to be trapped in this dreamlike world that she can control forever. It is it actually so a terror... It is actually a terrifying concept, and I yes. think it is one of the best villain motivations or like uh, uh, plans in a One Piece film so it far. It sounds this so is, like, much my sicker favorite. than the experience of it was, because I agree with you. Like, I thought it was a really fuck. She's a cool character. I like her. She is. No, I, I fuck with Uta that so that hard. Me, but... it's, I mean, Absolutely. So, like, this is a clearly spoiler talk, by the yeah. way. Yes. Absolutely, 100% spoiler. Put that in the fucking title. One Piece Film Red Spoiler Talks. Because, oh my god, it's it's rendered meaningless when it's like she always knew what had happened to Shanks. If that one thing were different, then it would have been amazing. She would have been one of my favorite One Piece characters in spite of I might have missed that bit. Did she, like, say that? Uh, yeah. I kind of knew. She, she goes, knew. I she knew, knew the whole time. Like, sh there's a well, that's part bullshit, where she... Then. Yeah, that's so fucking dumb. Yeah, this movie admittedly suffers because it made no fucking sense for them to put that there. <laughs> I agree with you because I feel as though the film suffers from the usual One Piece. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm failing to remember the word like convolution of the uh, the plot because well, it's it, contrived. It's the thing like that things Oda are forced to do, into action for no like, reason in this film. I, I don't know, but like, oh yeah, I mean, you could argue that it's because she's literally hopped up on fucking drugs, like, the entire well, that's film. What she's so too she's hot acting to be irrationally. She, she's gotta <laughs> yeah, be on she, drugs. Yeah, she's gotta be, she's gotta be on drugs. Uh, that was the part that made it so dark, because the Navy need to get involved, naturally, because they're just Navy getting these, like, notifications, probably. Oh, this girl is on an island where there's one of these, like, bullshit hidden things that could cause a really tremendous problem for the world, but they're probably just getting all these reports popping up uh yeah people are watching this concert that's going on and they're just not waking up we don't know what to fucking do so everyone just gets sent in to sort this out and they come to this island and you know the the contrast between what we get in the dream world where it's all bright and calm and nice and then the navy show up it's just grim there are just unconscious bodies scattered across the floor and Uta's just chilling out with a fucking basket full of these pink munch mushrooms chomping down on them they sent a giant SWAT team after one person's like personal drug abuse issue like straight it up. wasn't though yeah, no, but, yeah, but, but do you see her kick their ass though oh yeah oh yeah they they were yeah. wrong to do it yeah no i agree like it was very well founded but when you get right down to it that's the plot of this movie they sent a Pretty SWAT much. team after a singular junkie <laughs> Um, it's fucked. It's really no, fucked. Like, and it's a great concept. It's just a shame that it was so obviously a marketing ploy for some Japanese idol. You know, well, not just that. Not just that. It was just again. Let's go back to when this film was announced. Like what? About a year ago? Whatever episode mm -hmm. one thousand of the anime. Literally came out. a year ago. Yeah. What episode one thousand of the anime came out? They announced this film. Shanks is all over the marketing, even on the poster. The very day we go to the theater, his fucking Shanks is star the is on the D. On the fucking poster, his scar is in the logo. He's barely. I'm tired of this. Stop no, fucking it was, lying. If they had that was infuriating. Of Uta's songs, we could have gotten to the actual plot so much faster. Stop by and, okay. and, and mind you, this film is not bad because they fucking lied about Shanks. No, no. No. But the fact is that just adds another insult to all this. Yeah. It's no, like I, I I obviously we're never gonna have real Shanks 
stuff until Oda fucking says so. Mm-hmm. But stop fucking lying, bro. Oh, I Dude, hate yeah. this. Ne- never, Shanks this makes is... his move ten years later. As you know, Ivan, I was when this first got announced and we were like talking I think we had the original Joycast going and we were talking about It was Saturday about, Jump, uh, yes. Yeah, it was Saturday Jump, yeah. And I was really excited about this. I was all like Oh my god, we're gonna get a goddamn Shanks film. I didn't even want Luffy in it. I would just yeah, be just happy if the Shanks. straw hat was there. You could just have the straw hat there. That would have been like the best thing that they would have done. Just have Luffy's straw hat in it, and fans can obviously, like, you know, Luffy stands can make that connection and everything. It would have been cool. But it's more about Uta, and there are at least three occasions where I was like, oh my god, am I gonna get a fucking Shanks fight? Like, even a brief one? That's all I want, but all we really get are cuts and clips of Shanks maybe like slashing his sword or jumping at something. We never actually get any that real substantial That bullshit animation again, look. this animation was, like again, the, the, the music videos were great. The action was fucking terrible. Mm. It was at miserable. Least I I liked the first, uh, the song Blacklight. I like that bit with I all like the all the songs. Ex- all like, the songs I, were good. I really do. But I again, even I it's... I enjoyed the songs that I didn't even like originally when I listened to the music videos. Like um, it's I can't a remember the band name. It's a tie-in launch for some idol's career, and it just doesn't. It's fine, I guess. Like it's brand synergy, and it's very brilliant. It's very smart. It's fiendishly smart. It's smart. It's really smart. But I just feel like it would have been two so much industry titans, two completely unrelated industry titans shook hands. It was Weird Al Yankovic and Madonna in their true real life romance. <laughs> We watched we watched the Weird Al biopic um, last night. How was that? <laughs> biopic. It was fucking in great. Huge air quotes. It was fucking hilarious. It's Honestly, amazing. I, like, it, it, it was a parody. Basically, it, it was, was just, fun. It, it's a complete fabrication about his life, and it was more honest than most biopics I've ever fucking and watched. And Daniel Radcliffe was fucking it up. He really got his like body language and everything. Oh, and of course, I hate Daniel Weird Radcliffe. Al himself is in it. He makes a cameo in it. Fair um, enough. But anyway, um, yeah, it just uh, I just wish that it had a, had been a little less front-heavy on the part that wasn't One Piece, considering it was called One Piece, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know, Like, put more exactly. of the songs in the middle. We didn't need all that shit up front. Like, it was so much. Like, I really do think that the beginning of the film was fun. I like the song, the initial action and animation. And maybe it's because, like, the, the AMV watcher of, like, Yesteryear Val... Yeah. Uh, coming out, but like, you know, I loved it when they had like the Blacklight song playing, the initial song where the fights start. In fact, I actually enjoyed the fact that Uta started a fight with Luffy, specifically like because Luffy's too. like, well, this was really fun and good to see ya. Me and my friends gotta get going because we've got like, you know, bitches to fucking come to drink. And... <laughs> Don't be crass, uh, and, 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 and she just immediately gets hostile, which you like, why don't you quit being a pirate, Luffy? Pirates are bad guys. And Again, it's like, very contrived, where it's immediately just a snap. And they're like, well, we're... And, and, and the film explains, it's all right. She's on drugs. And it's like... I, oh, he, no, man. here's the thing as well. Oh, no, man, you got me there. She doesn't, You're right. This whole film is really fucking stupid. She doesn't even... No, here's the thing. That's another thing that I actually like about it and I disagree on. I enjoy the fact that Uta is not a pirate. She's not someone in the Navy. She's like someone this, in the yeah. middle. She's and she agent. doesn't like either so, of them. No, no, no. So that's what... I, when I first... Right from the very opening... When they're interviewing all the people about the pirates, I went, oh my god, this is everything Val ever wanted from One Piece. Val wants the collateral (laughs) from pirates. Yes. I do want the collateral from pirates. 
like, because like, then yeah. you got fucking Kaido and shit fucking up an entire country. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> like, so that's why I, I immediately, as soon as the movie started, I went, oh, fuck. This is what Val's always wanted for One Piece. This is going to be fucking great. And then, yeah, and then it's well, just like, on. no, too real. I just thought about something mm. else I love about this movie. Like, going back to Val's point about, like, how she's acting alone without the Navy or the pirates or anything like that, is that mm -hmm. this really captures, like, the fucking tenacity of a teenage girl with, like, a belief, you know? Like, teenage Absolutely. girl optimism. It's a force for evil in this movie, unfortunately. No, but, it isn't, though. Like, it, it's it really beautiful entirely, like... because you see, like, what one individual, like, is willing to sacrifice. I don't know. Like, there's just something very spirited about her that I love. And, like, a lot of it comes from that autonomy that she has, you know? Like, as far as autonomous female characters, in spite of there have been some manipulation in her childhood, I don't know. It's just she has so much... Everything she does is for her own purpose. It's not because daddy wants her to. It's not even because, like, her adopted daddy wants her to. She's like, this See, is okay, what I believe. Did you think? I'm gonna make it Did happen. you think? Did you think that Gordon was going to turn out to be the true villain? Because, like, the way he looks and everything, and the bit where it's like he's hamming up her, it's like, Shanks did all of this. I thought he was fucking with her. I thought he was going to be like, I'm the true villain. But no, he turned out he to was just fucking be. With a her. I thought Shanks was framed, and I thought right. that. Um... And I thought that he probably did something that was not a big fucking deal, but he believes is the reason that it happened. Like, which I, he kind of did. I like I see, see that guilt, so I saw that from the start. I just expected it would be for a different reason, but I never for a second thought that he knew what happened with Shanks. Like, I thought that Shanks had gone somewhere else for mm -hmm. some reason and then been completely framed. Um, uh, I was, I was actually... I was genuinely disappointed, actually, at one point, because I was hoping that, like... I knew it wasn't going to be the case, because that's the thing with me. There's what I know to be true, and then there's what I want from yeah. One Piece, really. Which is, like, just the constant battle that I have with myself and with that's Ivan. in every story. Earlier. In every story. Any um, story, not just One Piece. I'm like, ah. No, it's... it's, it's, it's I would have written it this way. And it's mostly. I am not it, better, but I do have a podcast. <laughs> Me too. It's mostly uh, yeah. one. It is mostly One Piece. The things that I like, you know, really yeah. want from it to like tackle. Well, you've been but, with um, it for so long, you know. Like it's very yeah, special to exactly. you. So of course, that makes sense. I've been one since two thousand fucking four. God. Holy hell. Holy hell. I, I, so, I mean, I watched some I, initial four kids episodes back in the day. Oh, everyone, but damn. See, everyone I did. It. I loved yeah, it even when four kids were doing eternal. it. Wait, but, 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 but Val actually survived four Val's kids. Val's a real one. Val was with I it. did. I I saw One Piece and even on four kids, even with the changes and the stupid fucking translations. And I genuinely just went, no, I completely fuck with this. I fuck with this. I fuck with this till death. Yeah, I'm like I'm like six years old, <laughs> jumping up and down. Anyway. So yeah, that's right. I absolutely fucked with One Piece from four kids to now. I'm ride or die at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, yes. I, I but anyway, I genuinely wanted Shanks to have like gone to this Elegia, as they call it, the Island of Music and everything, yeah. and just fuck and crazy, just honestly. fucked the place up. I genuinely wanted him to. I know he. I agree. Wouldn't I, have. Think the, I, I think that was. I think that was interesting when they're like, "Hey, Shanks actually is a fucking pirate. He's a fucking emperor of the sea. He fucks shit He's up when do he wants things. to." Yeah. 
If he decides he wants something, he just fucking takes it. That's the pirate way, you know? Uh, I, like, he's definitely a great, a great, um, morally great character. And uh, we didn't get that. But, Shank's not allowed to be but, perfect. But here's the thing. He's too hot. No, here's the thing. <sighs> though. Here's true. the thing, though. He was also on in drugs. Fact, the in fact, it'll bring you to tears with the moment they show you Shanks becoming a father. I will say that. True. I was like, he's just this awkward little 19-year-old boy. And he's like, oh, my God, there's a baby here. Guess I love it forever now. <laughs> yeah. like, Guess I've imprinted because it's imprinted on me. I exactly. It, it's, I um, that for both of them. It's, um, oh, what is it? But I also think that this movie is basically a big fucking middle finger to anyone that is still like, Shanks is evil. He's, he's been fucking with Luffy for years. Everything that he's done is a Never coordinated thought that. plan. Again, I, he's just morally great to me. Yeah. I think I think there's just more complexity to Shanks. I, I, Unfortunately, we're getting a peak, but still not nearly enough as we should have at this point. Oh, I agree. I mean, it, 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 there's implication that Shanks is like a snitch or something. Or he's definitely working with the five star elders because man can just walk into reverie without anyone batting an eyelid. Right. Yeah, um, which which is more interesting than anything because it's like really the guy, the apprentice, probably the most notable person who is left over from Goldie Roger's crew is colluding with the government that Goldie Roger, I assume, fucking hated. There's such thing as a double agent, alright? Like <laughs> yeah, I, oh yeah, yeah, we've got enough of that from Alkiji. I think Shanks is like genuinely like got some, I don't know, fucking it, anything I've seen from Shanks now. Devastating and hopeless and ending, I think. I don't know. It just makes me wince. The predeterminism mm. right now that I'm getting from late stage One Piece, because that's what I'm calling it out. Like we, we called it, we have One Piece, New Piece, and now I have late stage One Piece right now <laughs> that we're in. Like this is, this is One Piece's. <laughs> That's absolutely true. It, it, this is the new way that they do films now. Instead of having like all these original characters or anything in a completely uh, wholly original location, wherever they go, we instead fill out the cast with people that we and we know, gotta add, and, and it, we gotta add sort of some wrinkles to their story the right now because we're not gonna it, cover it because basically because because when, well, when, when a manga says, "Hey, I'm ending the series." They're fucking serious about that. They might they might be lying about how long it takes, but they are serious about that. And mm. they start and they start rushing. Mm. If there's something I did have okay, there's, there's two things. If there's something I had to complain about, I didn't like how the characters seemed to just be popping up where they kind of needed to be. So well, it'd be Traffy, stuff like especially Brooke and Traffy. Nami and all of them. Oh yeah, Traffy yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know I'm Beppo. So that's the sound. Beppo I am. Okay, Beppo was fucking oh, hilarious. Beppo. That that shit was like, but I'm just, sorry. I'm sorry, but the writer in me, oh my god, that hurt my balls. They'd have a three-parter. They, 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 every time they'd say fucking Beppo's name or Uda, his little light show would go off. They never had a part three for that joke. Yeah. And I walked out of the theater and like my fucking ball sack hurt as a writer. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, like you can't. There has to be a part three. Your, your balls were like that episode of South Park where Randy's intentionally getting cancer in them. And you were just like, oh, I need just, to unroll. Like, no, there needs to be a part two of that fucking joke, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so fucking St funny. Stina had, Stina had to help you get your balls in Basically, the car to get home. That's true. That's true. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I did love that. That's some- Okay, uh, th that's exactly what I mean though. I think some of the like side characters had really great moments. I liked- Yeah, uh, Bluno! Bluno, like, Bluno haven't seen, was, I'm, I'm glad Bluno? Luffy put a good in, a good word in for him and he didn't lose his job. <laughs> 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 After fucking <laughs> Any's lobby, Luffy said, Hey, this guy's actually pretty strong. Like, it's not his fault <laughs> I kicked his ass. 
Like, don't be. He, he should still. He should still have a job at fucking. Uh, uh, what's it? Fucking uh, Cypherpole. Hmm. CP Cypherpole, yeah. He he might do. I mean, Khalifa. Yeah, yeah, Khalifa was there, Khalifa was there as well. We got a little bit of Luchi. Yeah, Luchi is a really cool bird with has a fucking trench coat. Yeah, just briefly. Um, also chipified or whatever the fuck yeah. happened to Bluto. Bluto and Beppo like, and oh, again, Uta. more pointless things. Again, that, that Stina's talking about how the fact that this was clearly just all market. The fucking Thousand Sunny the gets an annoying fucking mascot that, uh, that is completely meaningless. A lot of people Utterly are, uh, meaningless. Again, another creature that does not have a part three. Well, I, no I, part three. He shows up, then he rides on Luffy's shoulders, and then we never fucking see it again. We never see it again. It's there for Mark. I know what you mean. That would have been so fucking sick. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, but bear, bear this in mind. Bear this in mind. Uh, bear, bear this in mind. What? Wait, bear this in mind. No other ship got a chipified little mascot version. I believe that's not Sunny. It's the fucking Claw Hador, like the fucking. It's nothing. It's the dream world illusion of Sunny. No, it's the ghost. It's the ghost. So remember the going Mary. The little spirit that like repairs itself in the ship. Yeah. It's the spirit. It is the spirit of the ship. It's not actually the ship. How sick would it be? No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The ship had a fight in this movie. No, but again, Val. The thousand Sunny is fucking stupid. It's the going Mary. It is. the going Mary was in the dream world, it'd be a hot. Fucking VTuber in its own right. Yes. yes It'd it be was. all over Usopp's I mean, dick nose. Look, 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 look. Like, like, oh, Usopp, we'll finally, we we'll can be... touch grass together. And he would be oblivious. We'll be. <laughs> you know what I mean by touching grass? Your grass, Usopp. No, we're, oh, we're, okay. we're literally, we are literally, <laughs> don't worry, we are literally getting that in One Piece Odyssey coming out January I don't care. 13th, I don't care. I don't want, I don't care about Monkey to Luffy. Streaming on beautiful Valentine's channel oh, in January. Shit, I I Girl, what is it? Like, it's just a One Piece yeah, fucking no, you dragon have to quest. Be there for fucking... it. Oh, oh, that's pretty fun. much with reused I'm assets. Like, the there's nothing original. Shit, that's it's awesome. just all right. We're being alabaster and all these. So we're not gonna make new places because that because this is this yeah, is Bamco no, Namco. It, we don't have a budget for creativity. So is it I a know it's upsetting. RPG? No, it's fucking 3D RPG. By the way, Ivan, Dragon Quest assets. I don't like that. By the way, Ivan, are you saying that you love Kobe? Do you both I love, love Kobe? Kobe? Because like you, li because you literally dress like him, he Ivan, does. in your that casual clothes. I do not dress have a like him, No, I do not dress like that. <laughs> he just wears. You shorts. dress like him. He I've seen. I've seen you tie sometimes. your fucking. I don't wear long white <laughs> socks. What the fuck? That's true. I do not tie a sweater around my jacket as you much would, as I though if you had a, I if swear you had a, I've seen you tie a sweater around I yourself. I guess I would like the it's only thing because it has the same energy as your hat. Is that what it is, Val? <laughs> it's just the shorts yes, and the hat yes, energy, I think. Because the shirt is you are Maybe. correct, not even close. You know, this is not close. Like I get, I I sense the spirit of it, but no. It's the Japanese version of what that might look like. I think. <laughs> no, not even that. <laughs> I, like, do not compare me. I to this also cop. I. I, I actually loved as well how like even the main characters bounced off some of the side characters like one of my favorite bits had to be where Nami is like shouting at Mira being like Brule I know you're fucking there you're never gonna see your family again if we all fucking die and she like lets down the mirror she's like yeah. <laughs> that was a cute moment that I was cute that. as fuck I love Brule 
I don't. Yeah, I think this is the first I've met great. Brulee. Is that right, Ivan? When did she first show up? Yeah, you haven't gotten to Whole yeah, Cake Island. Yeah, you watch Whole Cake Island. So this was my first exposure to her, and she's fucking. I like her. The first, like, genuinely, like, I, I know people will fucking lynch me for that for fucking, uh, like, like saying that Whole Cake Island is the only like good new piece arc. Hmm. When clearly there's great, oh, clearly I, I there's Dressrosa, but Dressrosa was way too fucking long. You've mentioned that before. Dressrosa was way too long, which is why I'm looking so forward to watching that in one piece. I'm reading the manga for the next couple hundred oh, do chapters. That. Good luck. I'm going to do Fishman Island, and then I don't know what comes next. Every new outfit was kind of fucking fire. Also contrived. I they don't even explain. There's like, oh. I, I, you, you should, you're like pirates, so you should dress like pirates. And then they put in the film fucking original fucking yeah, clothes. Yeah, I, I, I straight up like that. No, I, I actually loved that fucking guard, transformation. Honestly. That would have been fine. No, I loved that. And don't I, get me I wrong, the costumes are sick. Transformation. They do fuck, but like, why are they there? I like, I, I, I go back to fucking pirates. where they dress like the fucking mafia because they have to make a statement. Yeah. Hey, we have, like, hey, fuck this pirate. We need to fucking... Get all of the drip. We need to drown these men in our drip. Like, I like there's a purpose. Not only to that. did they bring the drip, they brought the fucking firepower. Luffy was like firing shotgun they shells. Val, hang on, I have a question right now, cause I Val, what is your overall feeling on this movie? If you have to rate it out of five. It's like it's like a three. That's about what I would say. Out of five, it's it's about it's, it's a about two a three. For me. I, I I had fun. Yeah, I exactly. had fun with it because but like it pissed me off because like you know obviously the Shanks stuff and it was nice seeing Shanks and everything. But then it's like there were like two occasions where I thought, am I going to get a glimpse of what like Shanks can actually do and stuff? That'd be really cool when the Navy surrounded him at the very end and he protects like Luffy and uh, Uta's dead body and everything. And it's just the you and I I I fucking hate Fujitora for this. I love Fujitora because he's like the best admiral. But I'm a green ball boy. I love green ball. I can just, um, I can just feel. But it was just disappointing. That, but what I did love about this film actually is the way that it used the concept specifically so that Luffy and Shanks do not meet. They they fight the demon of song at the very end in separate worlds and everything. Yeah. Luffy doesn't actually meet him. It's implied that Zoro actually met him. I think because Zoro was awake and I think it's they said that they carried him to the ship and stuff. And um, it's the way that Luffy looks back, clearly sees Shanks, his, like the guy that inspired him, mourning over his daughter with the rest of the crew, and he doesn't say a fucking thing. He doesn't like scream till we meet again, Shanks, He's or being something like that. Luffy is stoic he, and cool. Well, it's not just like that. Luffy was stoic He's and emotionally cool. intelligent. We've talked about this before. He's not going to interrupt this mm. man mourning the death of his daughter no, to exactly. be a fucking douchebag or rowdy kid. Exactly. You know? He. But. I know, but I loved it because the film just ended with not a single fucking word. It's just Luffy turning around, looking out to the open sea, and then it's just film right. Yeah, but no, 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 no. But then the post credits, where we do get the part three for the Thousand Sunny, where Luffy goes, Thousand Sunny, stay, say more of your stupid Thousand Sunny fucking lines. Yes. And then the and the Thousand yeah, Sunny and goes, and Luffy goes, I'm gonna be king of the pirates. Yeah. And then it ends, and it's <laughs> and, and someone in the fucking theater went, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Oh, um, uh, dude, I, I wish 
I wish so much I had like a packed cinema, but like there was we like did. me. It was we like, did. We, we, we saw. Uh, there we were saw more us. people than I expected to be there. This, I will say no, that. no, here's the thing. This movie did great. This was this was number one. They the said box it was office. yeah, number one. We saw it late on a Sunday. All right, mm -hmm. we're in bumfuck Michigan. And we saw there were it late a bunch of people there for it being late on a Sunday in bumfuck yeah. Michigan. Yeah. But uh, okay, so because we're running up on time, I will say my final impression. Like like you said, Val, I think it's I had fun. I can feel in my bones that it's gonna, in the future, just be a comfort movie that I put on in the background while just binging Magic the mm. Gathering online games. Like, I'll just- listen to, I listened to the soundtrack again, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, the soundtrack's fucking that's excellent. I, well. I, I can see myself Absolute just zoning out with slaps. it, but I don't think I would ever, like, suggest it as like, oh, we should do this for movie night, guys. We should watch this tonight. I really want to see it again and pay close attention. To every detail I, or yeah. lack thereof. Because 90% of the film is a close-up on Frankie's neck. <laughs> you're making me feel you're making neck. me feel it's dumb. It's a good neck. I, <laughs> nah, I like I, 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 was, was, I was watching the uh, I was watching I also peeked in the strong world. I miss old Frankie so much. Oh, dude, old Frankie is like the fucking best. I, you make me feel silly, admittedly, because I was literally going to see this twice. I was going to go see it in dub with another friend who wanted Guess to see it. Guess who plays and then Uta he was in like, the dub, Val? That, that I, I, YouTube I singer I, or a, something. That YouTube singer yeah, who fucking I, copyright strikes us every time we dude, upload a fucking Smash Bros video. Because she fucking copyright World of Light. I'm sure Nintendo appreciates that. Oh my god. I literally called it like the instant where it was like mm, this uh, singer, the original singer in Japanese, is someone who made their career on YouTube and like fucking skyrocketed because they are a genuinely the original super was? fucking talented. Ado, Ado, Ado is huh. amazing. But Ado that being said, though, so oh I my like, god, I get a testament to how fucking cheap the localized anime industry is. The fact that they got a fucking oh, yeah, singer for the English dub. And they're and like, we're not gonna wait another month to get the licensing to do fucking English tracks. Which is such a disappointment. Yeah, but then she, but then she wouldn't get to post the songs on her YouTube channel and make money off. Well, of that. those were covers and other like fun things. Yeah. But they should have done it officially. Yeah, absolutely. It, no, I agree. It would have been very cool. They had a powerhouse on their hands. But... Because like, she would have made she, she would have made more money, honestly. Yes, absolutely. Look, welcome, welcome to the Crunchyroll era. We now, welcome. We've been both. here. This mm. is just old Funimation with a new coat of paint. <laughs> I, I, who, which straw hat had the best concert which drip? One piece, concert drip? one, we which all... straw hat got the best head? Got the best head or it's gave gotta be... the best head? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, but no, who had the best drip? Zoro's. I fucking love the ascot. I'm sorry. Leather oh, jacket oh, with no, the, the ascot? ascot. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck me up. That's wait, 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 no. That's I'm talking skeddy, concert, skeddy, not pirate dude. drip. Not pirate drip, concert, concert drip, drip, because I'm absolutely going I for don't Usopp remember the concert dressed drip. as fucking Kiss. Uh, you, how do you not remember Usopp dressed but... like he's in Kiss? Oh, he sings. I, if, did you watch it subbed? I watched it subbed. We watched it dubbed, so Sonny straight just starts singing fucking Kiss. At yeah, one point. he really does. Wait, really? Yep. Yeah. That's this yep. is why you all should the watch dads, dubs too, All the man. dads in the audience came at once. I, I know, uh, here's the thing. I was confused because I remember when I saw someone like post on Twitter and it was like the first spoiler that I got for the film, uh, the voice actor for the Demon of Song in dub. I was surprised the Demon of Song doesn't say jack shit in the sub. Yeah, it's top no. music. They just added yeah. in like, you know, oh, roaring, I guess, good, or however the fuck it was. It was a fucking banger track though. 
Yeah, when 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 fucking when Uda said dunk, 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 that fucking I just fucking shook me, dude. <laughs> dude, when the fuck so we were watching so we were watching it dubbed, so the songs are subbed. They just straight started showing a freaking like fucking old Norse text. Yes, uh, yes, it was uh it was the younger Futark, so I couldn't read all of it, but I was like, oh shit, this is badass. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was like I, I looked at Steen like, oh my god, Steen's gonna fucking go. I was like barrel. squinting. I'm like, oh my god. Steen's gonna what try to start fucking deciphering it. Also, oh, I actually tell the projectionist to fucking freeze the movie yeah. so you can fucking I stop actually, it. Stop the freeze. Pirate wise, pirate drip. By the way, I thought Brooke looked the fucking best. He's got a big spiky afro. You can't see like oh, his Brooke bottom jaw over his collar. Fuck. He also has an ascot. So actually, er everyone yeah, looks fucking sick. Zoro has a leather jacket too. And that's Zoro had the black leather jacket with the white ascot. I'm sorry, just the simplicity. Stealing right? his look. I'm stealing his look. <laughs> I'm stealing all Sick. his looks. Look, everyone looked at everyone looked good in the film. The main straw has yeah. especially. Like I, I even liked fucking Usopp's like frog hat with like the eyes on the side of it and the zip <laughs> going up the middle of it. Oh, you know where the best drip? That jacket that Uda had at the, the very beginning. The beginning jacket, I want it so bad. That was such a bun design. Oh, oh it was my so gosh. Cute. Is that the white? That and jacket pink one? is sick. The white and yes. pink one? Yes. Yeah, with the, the big the big hood. That's oh, fucking sick. It, it is cute it. as fuck. So many anime jackets I need. I'll, I will also say, this is actually the quickest a, one a new One Piece movie has come out for a while, because usually we gotta wait at least three to four years. No, again, yeah, that's no why I said, film. like, wow, finally, anime, anime's finally getting normal. Anime films are now finally normalized in American movie theaters, and this shit comes out. Oh my god, I hope, I hope they didn't pull a four kids on us and they yeah. fucking we, we 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 take one step forward and two steps back. Yeah, because like I I I, I, I wish that Demon Slayer, as much as I fucking um. Don't like the philosophy, the philosophy behind Mugen Tra mm -hmm. uh, Train's release as a film. At least that was like I wish that had been a more widespread release. We're just Absolutely. at the same place. I, I, I wish that, that we were with Elfin Lee. I wish back. that was the film that Normies got exposed to was Mugen Train, mm. because I think that would have changed a lot of perceptions. Because Dragon, because Dragon Ball superheroes sure as fuck didn't, and this. Sure as fuck is not but gonna change perceptions. If you were not watching the squash and stretch shit with One Piece this whole time and having all these preconceptions, no, as a normie, Piece, this would this is still the worst it ever looked. This no, is I, this I, looks yeah. confusing as fuck. It, show it, it, show it the norm, show the normies that scene from One Piece like two weeks ago with with Yamato versus Kaido. But they won't be pissed about Shanks because they don't know who the fuck this guy is. Well, they don't know what the they fuck's going on at all. Exactly, going into it as a standalone thing. This as is a normie, too much. This is too much. First, like, even the music video is too much for them. I don't mm. think so. I don't know. Again, I show them movie. I'm not train. saying they're not smart, but what I am saying no, I, is like this is so much less disappointing if you are not already a One Piece. Show fan. them Mugen Train. Hell, show them. Fucking My Hero Academia World Heroes Mission. My point Didn't is, you it's not hate a that bad movie? film if it's your first exposure to the series. No, I think it's I think not an accurate exposure, I think World but... Heroes Mission is a fucking bum story. It's the Jujutsu Jujutsu Kaisen of anime films. The story is boring. In all fairness, but it's got some damn good characters, and the animation is fucking incredible. I'm about to make Ivan angry. See, Ivan, I kind of thought I'm already this. angry. He's pissed right I, I, now. He's <laughs> that's my secret. But this, all, but, I, but I know how to make him angrier right now with just no. saying this. I can, when I was in the cinema, Ivan, like thinking on it, I was kind of like, hmm, this is like the Pokemon movie three of One Piece. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> no, he's got a little bit of a point. What do you mean? We have a girl 
that creates a dream world and gets people involved. Structurally, we it's not as good. No, no, no. No, 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 it's not as good. No, I'm just saying structurally. We're having an Eyes of Tammy Faye argument. Where Eyes of Tammy Faye and Elvis are the same film. It's but one that, is clearly better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, so Pokemon three is great. Like, yeah. But it again, is great. we're talking about structure. Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon movie, fucking Pokemon movie. There are better. There are things that do this better. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not argue with that at all. I'm just saying that if this, is, I would rather their first exposure to anime, if a film's gonna come over, be this and not like, God forbid, an Urusei Yatsura movie that might come out someday. Like, oh, you know, it will. It will. This is a fine first exposure to start normalizing this shit. It doesn't have to be another spirited away. You no. know, that's all I'm saying. Fair enough. You know what? Fair enough yeah. on that front. I, I get that. I'm just like, show the Muga train first, please. No, absolutely. Because if no. you show them this They'll Una shit, you're gonna just scare people. You're gonna fucking scare people. Kids are gonna love it. Yes, the zoo. Oh, of course, the zoomers are gonna love it. But guess what? And another generation who, of who, anime consumers. But who's taking the born. zoomer? But who's taking the zoomers to the theater though? We are. I know <laughs> like it's impossible. Our generation is taking the zoomers to the theater. Big siblings. We can't and afford young kids. Parents. No, not I, you and me, literally. Like, no, that's still our generation. Our generation. There are plenty of millennials with children. Our generation right now has babies right now. Yes. What about I, the older uh, ones that are like almost forty? This is a wide generational net. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting way off topic right now. Well, it's, that's why it's is. a sign of time to go. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you do the readout, man. I don't know how. you Well, do I was just say everyone's final thoughts. Like, I think Stina really likes it. Val's mid on it, and I don't like it. I like. I don't really like it. I like it and had fun, and I do like that it's it's introducing. A I would read. I'm, I'm just happy that I, you and Val are getting along. In I, or something. <laughs> I would rewatch. That's why I like this film. I would be happy two to of my rewatch. I would, be again. I would be happy to rewatch like the first forty to fifty minutes of that film. I just like the because beginning. That, yeah, because I watched that's the intro. Yeah. Because that's where I fucking loved it the most. When it when it got to I the like end, the first music and it's video like, and that's where I stop. Like, dude, I'll admit, I kind of let out a little like, hmm, when Luffy and Shanks just did one big punch together and everything. It's it's One Piece. It's it's the big punch show. Um, But I don't know. I still enjoyed myself. I don't feel like I wasted my money and I genuinely thought about this film for like all week in like preparation for talking about it. Like, (laughs) because I was really like conflicted. I was genuinely like, I'm confused on how I feel about it because I think it had a really strong start. I love the plot. Uta is like one of the most compelling fucking villains in terms of like the way that she is like doing this stuff from a One Piece film that I've seen in a really long time. And yet it also had all the same trappings that I dislike about some One Piece films. Like, let's be honest, Luffy basically fought a giant robot for like the third, fourth time in a row or something, you know? Hell yeah, he did. Yeah. There's, there's, like, as a One Piece fan, absolutely fucking adore it. As a general film, I, I'm like, yeah, no, it's absolutely flawed as, as hell. But very flawed. But I'm very a what? But I, at the end of the day, I'm a One Piece fan, so it's like I still had fun. So yeah, Ivan's right. I am pretty like mid on it when you really get into it. Yeah, I'm airing on the side of don't like, and the rest of you are mid to like, and yeah. I think that's completely fair. Mm. I think that's fair to this film. But yeah, we need to. We were well over time. We need to run. Audience, listen to these backwards echoes. If not on Patreon, yeah. it's going to be available free across all podcast platforms. Friday, November 18th. Be there. I will listen cry. to it. Listen to it while you're playing Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Will, an editor, editor who's sitting next to me right now, 
play the trailer for These Backwards Echoes. <gasps> right after right this? Now. Okay, Play yeah. the trailer. Like, send us off on the trailer for These Backwards Echoes. You fucking got it. Let's go, let's go. If you're hearing this, I regret to inform you that the rumors of society's collapse have been greatly exaggerated. When there was more ambiguity about the future of the human race, there were some people that were very invested in avoiding extinction. Hello, from the year 2068, and I guess from the so-called end of the world, too. I have to be honest, this apocalypse you guys predicted ain't what it's cracked up to be. Who can tell me two things Connolly's Friv Act accomplished for the nation? Someone said the solution it presented was the ultimate moral act. And that solution was? Uh, human eradication, just say it, Christ. I don't know how I thought we stood a chance. It's too late. The signal's arrived. It's time we let the world know that the struggle is finally over. We can finally stop fighting. And that's that. Haven't you heard? We're out of choices. It's hopeless. They won't listen. You said it's never hopeless. There's always a choice. Some of our families are smaller today. Some of us are gonna be sleeping in empty beds tonight. My family has done nothing but try to make the world a better place. And the world is nothing but ungrateful. Please, whatever it is you have to say, keep saying it. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Austin, Mr. Host, Gooner Bear, Mary Bowtie, and Hope D. Cruz. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.